Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1860 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And you, Fire Nation, need to check out our free podcasting course so that you can create, you can grow, and you can monetize your podcast free podcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Derek Brown. Derek, are you prepared to ignite? I absolutely am. Let's go, yes. Fire Nation. Derek is the joyful CEO of Exec and previously led product development teams at both Adapar and LinkedIn, and he's a self-proclaimed potty animal. Derek, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, so I am the proud father of three, uh, husband of one. Uh, I am a good old boy from the South that somehow made it into the Bay Area of Silicon Valley um, and now live uh, here in New York City, the Big Apple itself, um, still doing tech uh, and and leading a fantastic company um, here in Soho, New York. Well, with all of that, Derek, and your entire journey intact, what is today the one area of expertise that you would say your specialty lies within? Yeah, I mean, so that that's quite a uh, arrogant, bold question, and I only um, I, ask arrogant, bold questions, Derek. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, I love it. Um, so I would say that my area of expertise um, is building high execution, high functioning teams. Well, let's talk about that specifically. What don't we, the average entrepreneur, know about building highly functional, highly productive teams? That, frankly, we probably should. Yeah, there's a number of things. Um, the the biggest thing I would say, though, um, is that when you're an entrepreneur, it's so easy to get bogged down by the ideas, um, right? You've waited so long to start the venture, to start the company, to start building the product. Um, you have the ideas, oh, we're going to be big, we're going to be a billion-dollar company, um, and you get so lost in your own thought that you forget about actually doing the work. Um, and so it's so easy to get lost in the idea and lose the execution along the way. Um, and so the number one thing I would would tell people um, trying to build a high executing team um, is to focus on the execution, which sounds simple, but it's easy to get lost uh, uh, along the way. Focus on the execution, Fire Nation. Now, Derek, being a self-proclaimed party animal, you've probably had a lot of ups and you've probably had a couple of downs too. And that's actually what I want to talk about right now is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Derek, Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Well, you're stirring up some some bad memories for me there, John. <laughs> um, so uh, I was leading a nonprofit. This was when I was in my early 20s. Um, and uh, leading a nonprofit, we had started uh, pretty small in, in in living rooms throughout the city I was living in at the time, um, basically in a small group setting. And uh, we were moving into our large group gatherings for the first time. Um, and so uh, we we had some press about um, kind of our launch and things like that. We were, you know, rip-roaring, ready to go. Um, had a great turnout for our first week. Um, and uh, it was a recurring weekly, uh, you know, thing. It was... Um, uh, every Sunday. And the following Sunday, um, after our, our launch, which went quite well, uh, we had a bunch of people show up. Um, and as a reminder, this is the second Sunday. Um, and I told everyone um, in front of a crowd of about 80 people um, that if they were not on the boat and didn't align with the vision, um, that they should get out and not come back. 
uh, as a reminder, this is the second week, right? And so not only had I not explained the vision fully, but they didn't even have enough time to digest it. Um, and so when I told them uh, that if they weren't aligned with the vision to get out and not come back, what do you think they did? They got out and they did not come back. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and so very, very early on in my professional career, I learned that um, vision and vision casting and putting the vision into other people's minds is everything. And if you're not telling a story that they um, can latch on to, if you're not painting a vivid enough picture over and over and over again, week in, week out, day in, day out, um, that they're going to leave and not come back. Uh, and that's true whether um, it's a nonprofit setting, a professional setting whatever venture or company that you may be starting, um, that's exactly the case. It's the truth. Derek, what's the one takeaway that you really want to make sure our listeners get from that worst moment? Yeah, I, I would say that it's, it, it is painting that picture. It is telling that story. Um, and it's not making claims based on assumptions, right? Um, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, uh, you have had the idea, the, the picture in your mind for a very long time, um, often months or even years um, ahead of the other people that you are leading. Um, and it's important to remember that. And it's easy to forget it, right? That you see things before other people. And it is your job as the leader, as the entrepreneur, to paint that beautiful, vivid picture so that other people see what you see. So Derek, I want you to tell another story. This one's going to be a little funner to tell, probably won't stir up quite that muck, not those disastrous memories. This one's going to be one of the greatest ideas that you've had to date. Take us to an aha moment that you've had that you've turned into success and tell us that story. Yeah, so I, I think one of the the greatest you know aha moments or or insights that um, I, I've had as a as a leader is that um, leadership is not being it's not about being the top guy, right? It's easy to like put leadership and the concept of leadership and being a leader, um, whether that's an entrepreneur or CEO or like even a leader of a department within your business or whatever it may be. It's easy to put that on a pedestal. Um, but at the end of the day, leadership isn't sexy. Uh, management isn't a promotion. Um, these things are not about being the top guy or girl within your your venture. Um, the aha moment for me was realizing um, as, as a first-time leader at the time um, that it's about being the bottom rung, uh, not the top gun. And so um, being the person that other people are relying on, that other people are looking to, um, you are uh, the, the, you know, kind of ultimate um you know, responsibility taker, right? No matter what happens. Um, and so if it's a good thing, um, yes, it's your, it's your responsibility, but you were to put um, all of the accolades and credit on your team. Whereas if something goes poorly um, as a leader, it, it's ultimately on your shoulders um, as an individual, um, which is that, that kind of moment um, where I was leading a team uh, at, at LinkedIn, actually, um, and we, we launched a product to great fanfare, um, and realizing that um, it was not my success as a leader, but our team's success um, collectively was, was pretty important in my career. And realizing that um, despite being the leader, it's ultimately about the team um, when things are going well. Fire Nation, when you're on a team, when you're running a team, when you're a solopreneur, 100% responsibility. I mean, that's what you need to step up and just say, listen, this is going to be my mantra. This is what I'm going to do. I know that there's going to be things outside of my control, but the reality is that at the end of the day, if I take 100% responsibility, 
then long-term as an entrepreneur, I'm going to win. And Derek, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from that story? Give us the one big takeaway. Yeah, I think it's important to remember that uh, even um, if it's not your fault, as a leader, as a solopreneur, it is your responsibility that you are taking on uh, the onus of, of of leadership, that you are taking on the responsibility for your team, um, even if you are not directly to blame. It's not a blame game. Um, it, it's it's about leading your team and, and yourself um, to that next step in execution. Derek, let's talk about today and let's talk about exact. Like what is going on at your company right now? They get you excited. What are you fired up about? Why are you a joyful CEO? Oh, man. Um, we have so much to celebrate right now, but it's also you know that time in the business where it, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. I mean, we launch in two weeks. Um, so uh, to the New York area. Um, so if you are listening to this and, and in the New York uh, metropolitan area, watch out. We're coming for you. We want to serve you. We want to help <laughs> you spend better. It's fantastic. Um, but at the same time, it's you know we're wringing our hands and and wiping our brows, waiting for the launch um, and, and to see how it goes and to serve people and, and help them spend better. What is Exec all about? Like, what gave you the idea for this company, and why are you fired up about the future? When you look across kind of the financial tools landscape, right, of which Exec is one, um, you you look at your banking app, you look at Mint.com, you look at you know some some of these others that exist out there, Level Money, which just got shut down, or or Clarity Money, or Empower, or some of the other newcomers. Um, from from our perch and what we can see, they they all are basically iterations of one another. They think like banks, um, and and that's a good thing. If you also um, think like a bank, where it's ultimately all about the numbers, it's all about the money, your assets, your budget, your liabilities, your debt, etc. Um, but for the vast majority uh, of people, um, you know, we th- we think about. Uh, money not as the end goal, but rather as the means to an end, right? Where money is uh, ultimately providing us with a quality of life, a lifestyle, some experiences. We love going out to to drinks or dinner with our friend, and money is just the middleman between where we are and where we'd like to be. Um, so here at Exec, we're actually building a tool um, that, for the first time, combines finance and lifestyle into one place, um, where you're not only making financial decisions regarding your budget, your spending, things like that, but you're also making lifestyle decisions. So, hey, there's a really dope restaurant a couple blocks from here um, that that also fits my budget. Their average transaction is like $14.03. It's squarely within my budget for, for lunch today. Like, I'm going to go check it out. Um, it's reacted uh, to very well by, by other exec users. Um, and so, for the first time, we're launching a financial lifestyle app, whereas previously, those two things have been separate. Now, this is a pretty interesting industry. Like, why exactly did Level Money get shut down? And does that have any kind of concern for you? Why Level Money got shut down? Obviously, I'm not internal at Capital One. Um, I, I only know what they've kind of told the public, um, and that is uh, that they see other tools um, of, as kind of um, you know capturing the space that they initially set out to do. Um, to be honest with you, I, I think it's it's exactly what we just talked about, that um, the financial tool space is very overcrowded with a bunch of products that are basically the same. Um, you know, Mint.com is Clarity, is Empower, is Level Money. Um, and there's not a lot of difference between the two other than colors and, you know, exactly right. where the, the pie chart is. Um, and, you know, Level Money was just one among a, a 
a bunch of players that are basically the same. You know, for for exec, when you open our feed, um, first of all, that's a huge difference, right? We don't open to like rows and columns. We we give you a social feed that looks a lot like you know Pinterest or Instagram or some of these other lifestyle apps that you may be familiar with, right? Um, it, it's it's a joyful app. It's fun to use. It's it's bright. It's colorful. Um, but we're also connecting you to merchants, which are ultimately giving you experiences rather than connecting you to transactions, which are boring and monotonous and, and ultimately like no one wants to deal with it. Fire Nation, value bombs are being dropped by DB and we got some more coming your way in the lightning rounds when we get back from thanking our sponsors. My focus on health and wellness continues to increase, and every day I'm learning new ways to make small tweaks, like switching to mushroom coffee, a concept I first heard about on Ben Greedfield's podcast. Mushroom coffee? (laughs) Yep. It's from a company called Four Sigmatic. And once I tried their mushroom coffee, I immediately realized three big things. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes just like regular coffee. There's no quick rush followed by an even quicker crash. And I don't get that acidic burn in my stomach that I did with regular coffee. Plus, it gives me a strong and steady energy force that lasts the entire day thanks to the active ingredients lion's mane mushroom, also known as smart mushroom, and used by Buddhist monks for better focus during meditation. Visit foursigmatic.com slash fire and enter promo code fire for 15% off your order today. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash fire. Promo code fire. Derek, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? I am. Let's do it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, that one's pretty easy. My ego and pride. What's the best advice you've ever received? Um, I was told by a mentor about six years ago um, that I needed to get out of my own way and trust other people. And that has etched itself into my memory ever since. And a lot of times I have to preach it to myself week in and week out. Preach. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Uh, So two things. I'll give you two. I know it's a lightning round, but number one, I take baths, not showers. Mm. And number two, I use pen and paper. Do you use Epsom salt in any of your baths? Are you kidding me? Of course I do. (laughs) I was not sure where you're going to go with that. Recommend one internet resource. Masters of Scale, podcast from Reid Hoffman, founder of LinkedIn. It's absolutely phenomenal. It is great. Recommend one book and share why. Uh, this one might be off a lot of people's radar, but it's relevant um, to what we're doing and I think the future of business, and that would be Modern Monopolies uh, by Alex Moazed and Nicholas Johnson. Um, it's about building uh, marketplace businesses rather than businesses that are selling one product to one type of user. Derek, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The number one thing I would tell Fire Nation is to reverse engineer your outcome. This keeps you off of the idea train and on the execution train. That if you are reverse engineering what you want to see happen, uh, you know the steps that are intermediate. You know what to do today in order to get to where you want to be in the coming months, in the coming years. It keeps you distraction-free, and it keeps you focused. So reverse engineer your outcome. Think about what you want to happen 
and then write it down. What are the steps in between now and then that you need to accomplish in order to get to that outcome? As far as connecting with me, I can be found on LinkedIn, on Twitter at slash Derek Brown. Um, and obviously you can sign up for our wait list at exec.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with DB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. Head over to eofire.com, type Derek in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And Derek, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, JLD. Have a good one, Fire Nation. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Derek today. And productivity, discipline, focus, those are my three greatest strengths. They can be yours too. Visit themasteryjournal.com. Use a promo code called podcast as a thank you for listening to my podcast. And you'll master all three of those skills in 100 days. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side.